Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. I forgot to press start on the live stream. Ah, what am I doing? It's my first day here. You're doing pretty good for your first day. <laughs> the boys are here. The boys are here. That is what it means, Vital. Thank you. And that means the boys are here on the live stream as well. We've been live streaming all of 2022, and uh, I tell you, we're having just the most fun with it. So if you're not already a fan of us on social media, specifically the Facebook Live, although we put it like everywhere, uh, find us on Facebook. Find the Facebook Live at Talk ABQ. The name of the show is Two Men On. I am Fred Slow. I'll be alongside you, friend of the show, up until 6.30 tonight because it's 6.30. Oh, it's no, no, no. Uh, sorry about that. It's typo error. 5.30 pregame with the Lady Lobos tonight. Michael. Will you please look through the glass? We have booked out an entire show, including a 5.30 interview. This show is an absolute banger, Vital. I don't understand this. We have three hours of excellent sports-adjacent content. At 5.30. And I just found out you're kicking us off. We have Ron Hudson, (laughs) the new head coach of New Mexico Highlands, slated to be on this program at 5.30. Well, I tell you what, you tell the pregame, they're starting at 5.45. You get get all the bosses in here because I'm not going to take this level of poor communication Really embarrassment, Van. Can you find another word for this? You nailed it. Yeah. Because Ron Hudson today announced as the new head coach for New Mexico Highlands. And I I literally have a world of excitement about that because I promise you this, they're going to recruit New Mexico better than that state school down in Las Cruces, which didn't bother to bring anyone in. I don't understand that. Not a single New Mexican on that squad. Not a single New Mexican recruit on that squad. You should lose your gig. G-T-F-O-H. You well, they, he did lose his gig. <laughs> you should lose your gig harder. Oh, Coach Martin lost his gig for sure. Well, let's talk about the next guy. Well, he's been there for five minutes. Yeah. It's not his fault. What, that's priority number one. You get some crews. They got two really good high schools there. Couldn't just name, in the city? Couldn't name them. I think they have four or five high schools there. I think they have. One uh, of them's private. No, it's, it's always east and west. <laughs> that's all you have. Hey, well, you have Central and Parochial. There's Crucis High. Maybe. And they're what used to be Onyate. Now it's something. Centennial. No, I think Centennial's the new one. That's the new one. That's in the golf course. Right. And the farming one, is that one Mayfield? I used to live there and I don't even remember the that's high school. Mayfield. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so High, Mayfield, Centennial, and there's one more. There's Mayfield and there's Baker. Onyate, whatever Onyate yeah, got its name Onyate. changed to. Was changed, right. And, you know, I am for that. I'm not for a lot of, like, name changes, a lot of public outcries. But Onyate's a good one. Like, you don't really name stuff after conquistadors that murdered thousands of people in your little local area where you live and send people to high school. So I didn't think we were going to put a ton of time in this, so I wasn't going to ask what that word was, but I'm going to ask you to say it one more time. Onyate? Never heard of that. Really? What it, say it again. Now it's Oregon Mountain High School. Okay, so that one I like. Yeah. I can pronounce that one. Oregon Mountain? Yeah. The first one was what? So Juan de Oñate was a Spanish conquistador. And apparently, 
He did a lot of awful things in that area. And like, hey, you killed a bunch of Indians and locals, and you know what? Let's name a high school after you, buddy. When I first moved to town, I had to discover who Juan Tabo was because I thought that was just so incredible to me that there was a street that ran the entire length of the city, and no matter who I talked to, no one had a clue who Juan Tabot was. Me, who's lived here a decade longer than you. Yeah, you don't know. I still don't. I know who Juan Tabot is. Because you just Googled it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, so, but I had to years ago when I moved to town. And I'm, I'm like, I would be like, hey, like, like who's Juan Tabot? And people would be like, I, I, um, I'm maybe like a construction worker, maybe, just threw his name on the... That's not true. So what he was, Michael... Wait, construction worker? Well, somebody had to build the road. I don't know. <laughs> like the guy who literally built the road, they yeah, named it after like him? The asphalty boy. Okay, so like the next road they build in Albuquerque is going to be named like Steve Garcia? We have Unzer, and you think this is weird. <laughs> He's a famous race car driver from a family of race car drivers from and remained here. That's a big deal. Also, not a world of originality on street names here in town. We have a central. We got a bunch of them named after colleges and a bunch of them named after states. There's not a ton of effort after that. You're not not wrong. I know I'm right. So you got the in the, in the, de- in the new developments. You got some interesting ones. Give me an example. Uh, Casa de Wales or something. Yeah. That, okay. That one does seem well. The House of the Whales seems like a weird one. So anyways, Juan Tabo was a Native American gentleman who first, uh, he was also, he was a sheep herder. I don't know if you know that. And he was the first one to accept the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, into his life and then introduce him to the rest of his farming Native American friends. A lot of this story doesn't make sense. They're not really a farming culture of that type, but... That's the story as it is told. It basically parallels Jesus. So he is a patsy for more conquistadors. Some would say. So they're 100% going to change the name yep. of Juan Tabo uh-huh. eventually. Yep. R.I.P. Juan Tabo. He was the inside man. You heard it here <laughs> first. This is where it started. Juan Tabo, famous for handing out smallpox blankets. 415, Tyler Ortega will join us so we can talk sports, actually. Uh, United released their home opener today on social media, and they do such a good job with that stuff. I immediately was like, Tyler, voice of New Mexico United, come on the show. We have not talked New Mexico United all year. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We're in day four of the year, so it's not really that big of a deal. Work day four. Yes. The sixth day of the year. So they will be – so Tyler will come on, and we will talk about that, and that will be fun and good and good and fun. Apparently, we're off at 5.30 today, so I'm going to have to reschedule Ron Hudson to sometime earlier, which might be difficult for his schedule, Michael. Also, we've been here for hours. You could have told me this any amount of time sooner. What's, Ron, was... what's Ron doing tomorrow? No, he was announced today. This is the most important thing in the world. How long are we on tomorrow? Is this, is this sheet correct? I'm going to put him in the 5 o'clock. Forget the handoff. There's no handoff tonight. Oh, I'm going to miss out. Yeah, and JJ, I know, is feeling really good. But it doesn't matter. Ask, you Michael. got JJ's number? Okay, allegedly, allegedly we're on till seven tomorrow. So if he can't, if he can't do five seven o'clock, o'clock. Michael, he's got a, he's got a lot more. Can you fun. confirm that? Can you confirm seven tomorrow? Can we get that in tattoo? Yes, that will be engraved in stone. Yes. We're, we're gonna get here. I'll and, get Juan Tabo to engrave it. We're gonna get here, and Mikey's gonna be like, "Hey, man, we gotta bump you at four forty-five for curling." <laughs> Not yet. 
The southern, southeastern New Mexico curling finals are on. Sorry, boys. All right, so we got a list here real quick. we got to knock some things down. Because on the list, we had Antonio Brown. Yeah. We had Baker Mayfield lashing out. Check. We had Clinton Portis catching some jail time. Check. Uh, obviously, we're going to make Ron Hudson work. That's going to happen if he can be available. We had some Dirk Nowitzki stuff because some stuff. Novak Djokovic, Nadal, they're moving the Super Bowl. We're going to have to go through and just ha- hack off half of these things. A lightning round? Ooh. Hey, if you want to put the Lady Lobos on early, we could do all this in an hour, I think. Let me just squeeze it in, Mikey. Yeah, you guys can do it. How about this? You put I'm confident. We'll, we'll record through during the Lobos game, and then you play the rest of the show after the Lobos game. Is that doable? I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Ortega will be joining us after the break. We're very excited about that. We're going to talk United. I don't think I did this part. Van Nunley, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, buddy. How's it going? I'm doing good. The live stream's going good, which we're laughing about a lot. Mike Vital, um, I'm going to be real honest with you. You're on my short list right now. So, Oh, I'm sure I am. You're going to make that up in some sort of way? I gotta... have to. I'm... I want to be in the, that, that list or whatever you call it. And it's super hard to bump you down because we hold you in such high regard. Yeah. I know. Uh, you guys just got out of here yesterday without me telling you. And I forgot when I saw you guys walk away, true story. When you walked out, I was like, should I tell them what the – nah, they know what the time is. How would we know, Michael? All I have is what is given to me by you, my boss. Sure. And it's really interesting how you purchase one of those cell phones that only go one way. Uh-huh. Yeah, you only take phone I calls used it in. Today, they don't go out. I used it today to text Fred. So. And you know, starting next Thursday, we're live from O'Neill's. So what if I had promised O'Neill's we were there till 7? Oh, that would be crazy. All, right, all I'm saying is. You're right. When you're right, you're right. And we didn't win the big Powerball last night. So, Van, I'm going to need you to set a price for Michael to buy some indulgences because he's going to need them. <laughs> what, what makes you think we didn't win the Powerball? Well, because you would have texted us when Michael's phone then only goes just... one way. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't won. told you yet because I wanted you to come to work for a couple more days. I saw the Powerball was 17, and I know we didn't pick 17 on any Powerballs. Yeah. So that's how I knew we didn't win. I didn't sit around and, like, take the winning numbers and see, like, what team actually has all these numbers with yeah. famous people. But our famous Astros, our famous Packers, our famous Cardinals, our famous Rams, and a friend of the show, Craig, his famous Bostonites, none of them hit last night. So Nobody got upset that you were writing those out? Did anyone win it? Yeah, two, uh, two people. Wisconsin, did. my home Aww. state, and California. Yeah. Somebody from Wisconsin put the right Packers related. numbers on there. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it was. Who would seventeen be? Oh, never mind. Adams. That's a good one. It could have been their punter, the old punter. What was it? the previous punter's name? Number six. Scott. Who's the Green pa- Packers punter number six? That wore number six. Yeah. Now, well, Bahorka is a former Lobo. Now is the Packers. Punter. Is he number six? Was it he's nine. Is it Doug Peterson or was he with the Eagles? They did Bohorkas, but they did them upside down. So what is what is is that like a pork? What like when that? you when you turn a nine upside down, it's the number six. So I'm you just, could you could have took somebody maybe drafted in the sixth round, and that would have been a little bit of a reach, but I feel like it would work. Mason Crosby, is that who the kicker is? That's who it is. I don't know. He's been there true. for fifteen but years. But that's number two. Yeah, he's number two. Number one in your heart. <laughs> Ryan Finn. Ryan Finn? Who's that? I have no idea. I never heard of that cat. Anyways. 
Ryan Finn. J.K. Scott. Derek Forrest. Whoever won the Powerball in Wisconsin was a big J.K. Scott guy. Graham Harrell was the backup in 2012, and he wore six. Does that count? Anyone put an old Grammy boy Harrell on the list? Dang, Graham, Graham Harrell, that's a throwback. I've never heard of him. Yeah. Went to Texas he, Tech? Oh, I do Mikey, know who that is. Mikey has. Did he throw to the kid that was real good in San Francisco, Crabtree? Because hey. he he was there during what was that Texas Tech coach that coached at Washington State? Oh, Mike Leach. Yeah, Leach. he was there during the Leach years. Did Leach lock a kid in a closet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, he did. So he threw to Michael Crabtree. I I recall. He's also Crabtree got him paid. He's the offensive coordinator for USC. Who knew? Graham Harrell's doing pretty good. Also, Brittany Harrell, pretty good, too. Is that wife? That's the lady. Okay. That's the lady in his life. Grab a break. We're going to call Tyler Ortega. We're going to talk about the United Soccer Team and everything they got going on in their world. Dave and Busters presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. We spend our evenings at O'Neill's, and we spend our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Hey, friends of the show, we want to thank you for downloading the podcast. Two years in, and we wouldn't be here without you. To keep going strong, we're going to need your five-star ratings and your reviews. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, give us a review or two. Here's what we're doing, loyal listener. We need your reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us get better by getting your constructive criticism and or complete hatred. After 100 reviews, we'll do a special show where we read your reviews back to you. Oh, my God. There's no time to wait. Joining us on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline for the first time ever on this program, friend in real life, now friend of the show, Tyler Ortega. Tyler, welcome, my dude. Guys, what's going on? It's so happy to be here. Oh, it's like the, what's up, my like dude? The, the TV voice, but it's on my radio. What is going on here? <laughs> what is, what is, how fortunate we must have been in a past life. Uh, big announcement from the United today. We got a home opener. We got a date. We got a team. We got the whole thing. Las Vegas Lights Football Club are coming to New Mexico to get their butts whipped. Well, it's been 876 days since lights were last at the lab. Uh, and for those that, that remember, that was the season finale back in year one, 2019. Huge win for United. Actually got them into the playoffs that night. So fond memories uh, of life being at the lab. Hopefully we're able to continue that this year. 65 days away. How excited are you? How excited is United fan? What's the reception you've been getting? Oh, man, the, the buzz has been through the roof. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say we have the best fans in the league. Um, so as, as soon as any announcement is made of any sort, our fans are all over it. Uh, they're excited. We know we're excited internally uh, in the front office, uh, you know, on the broadcast side of things. We are just over the moon, you know, to be starting on time. We're going to be having our, our black and yellow family back at the lab, hopefully in full force uh, this year. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think the best way to say it is is 12 out of 10. That's how excited we are. Nice. 
Immediately following this show yesterday, Van, the New Mexico United put out on their YouTube channel a 2021 bloopers reel and behind the scenes of the New Mexico United. I'm going to assume that Tyler edited this because there were no screw-ups by Tyler whatsoever in this reel, Tyler. What kind of joke (laughs) is this? Uh, I will say thank you to the uh, creative team for, for not putting me in there. Um, no, come on, guys. I, I'm, I'm a sniper. It's a one-shot thing when I get in front of the camera. There's no bloopers here. Nice. <laughs> Tyler Ortega, voice of your New Mexico United. Tyler, you're like you're like a young cat, but you've been in the game like half your life, right? So as you're uh, about yeah. So as you've been, have you been calling the games and you've been doing the TV? Um, how has it kind of changed, like your involvement in the community? How has it changed your involvement in the world of sports here in Albuquerque? It's it's been big, you know. Um, I, I I gotta throw a shout out to Proview Networks. It's where I really got my start uh, about ten years ago, uh, doing high school stuff. But you know, once I started working with United back in August of 2018, I was only doing ticket sales. So I didn't actually get the play-by-play job until full-time until year two. Um, so I had already been able to build up a lot of those relationships with our, our season ticket holders, our fan base in general. Um, and, man, I, I, ha- I almost have to stay off of social media whenever I finish a broadcast because our fans are just overwhelming with positivity and love. And, you know, typically, guys, whenever you have a job like ours, you get on social media afterwards and there's at least a handful of people telling you you're an idiot. Um, that is never the case. Uh, our fans are incredible. Uh, they've always got nothing but nice things to say about me. So um, it, it's been great. You know, I will say it's not like I can – it's not that I, I walk around and people are like, oh, there's Tyler Ortega. I think most people just see me as, you know, a, a 20-something walking around these days, which is nice. Well, they probably think you're one of the players. You got that look and build about you, buddy. I, you know, I, I've been asked for an autograph. Uh, a couple of times, and, and I did have to clarify that I was not a player. Um, but when you're part of the club, whether you work in the front office, whether you're you know the, the play-by-play on ESPN Plus, uh, whatever you do, our fans just want to be involved. So uh, I, I've signed an autograph or two in my time, I will say. Tyler, not a player, just crushes the commentary a lot. Tyler, I just put you up on the live screen, and it's possibly the least flattering photo anyone has ever seen of you. Oh, why did you do and that? And I'm so him? very happy about He's it. So handsome. Why do that? Join the boys at Talk ABQ on the live stream. Joining us is Tyler Ortega. We're talking about the United. Uh, tough season for the United last season, as per the standards that they have set for this fan base. Uh, was it because of the distractions off the field? Was it the stadium talk? Was it moving on from the coach? Like, was it a combination, Tyler? Talk about the team and, and talk a while, talk about why it wasn't where we thought it would be in year three. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, from my perspective, watching the games, announcing all of the home games, injuries, man, injuries, injuries, injuries. We were decimated. By the end of last season, uh, we, were, we were starting guys that were playing, you know, six, seven minutes every few games, uh, and these guys were having to go the full 90 for the last three, four matches of the year. Uh, we can't forget we lost Devin Sandoval. He had some, some medical yeah. issues. Armando Moreno had uh, the, the torn ACL out in San Diego. We lost Harry Swartz for the year. Uh, we lost a lot of real key guys. And, and at the end of the day, we just didn't quite have that depth, and we didn't quite have that quality in the guys that were on the field. So um, that was 2021. Looking to 2022, guys, this is by far the strongest team that I have seen the black and yellow about to put out. I mean, you look at some of these transfers. There's guys that are coming from international leagues, 
something that, that we really haven't seen too much of before. We've got guys that are linchpins within the league, and Alex Suahi is one of the best defenders coming from Louisville. We've also got Nico Brett, who's the leading scorer in Birmingham uh, Legion history. He's only 29. He's coming over. Um, so, yeah, injuries really took a toll, but Zach Prince, new head coach, uh, he is really bolstering up this offense. So full transparency here, Tyler, like most New Mexicans, like most Burkeños, when it gets close to the holidays, I shut it down. I miss some big news. Signing of Nico Brett. Like that's an absolute weapon for this team. Can you talk about this young man? Absolutely. And first off, I see the photo you selected for me. (laughs) Really, guys? (laughs) Uh, uh, Nico Brett. Uh, absolute uh dynamic uh fast he's strong he's only 29 and he's already got the seventh most goals in usl championship regular season history 62 if you want to uh keep track there uh and he's also scored in the postseason he's also scored in the u.s open cup uh so this guy you talk about getting it done on every single level where he's been he was on the 2021 usl all championship league team as well so uh, you want to talk about somebody with pedigree. We know New Mexico uh, United loves their Jamaican strikers. They've had one every single year. Uh, add Nico Brett to that list. Portillo is going to play for his former teammate in Prince. When I read this article in the journal, I said, yes, perfect. This is, I mean, this is how like teams are made with chemistry, right? Can you talk about like the dynamic of building a team and doing it under new leadership? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting, right? Like, Zach Prince, this is his first full head coaching job uh, time, right? But he's, he's been under Troy Lestane for since the inception of New Mexico United, you know? Going back to those early uh, 2018 days where when I first started with the club, there was a handful of us in the office, and Zach Prince was one of those. So while it is new leadership, uh, it's not completely different. But uh, there's an, an addition to the, the club that not a lot of people were aware of. I mean, I think we made the announcement, but Itamar Cannon, he's coming in as, as sort of like a – chief scout and and you're talking about a guy who has connections all over the world so that's why we're starting to see guys uh coming in like carl saint coming in from the haitian league the 19 year old we've got another uh announcement that i from what i understand is going to be happening tomorrow uh which is going to be huge and uh, again being able to pull this talent from these leagues all around the world uh it's going to be massive and like i said guys i am very excited for the way Zach Prince is going to field his team. We've, we've already heard from him in his opening press conference. He's not going to be Troy Lassane 2.0, right? This is going to be his own team, his own style. Uh, and, and frankly, I think it's going to be really exciting from what I've heard so far. Does Coach Prince seem like he has his sea legs? Is he comfortable in his new gig yet? Uh, yes. And, and I can say that 100% certainty, uh, you know, obviously with the last couple of years, he had done some uh, filling in for Troy Lassane when he was out, uh, you know, when, when he was uh, having the birth of his daughter and right. stuff. So Zach Prince, he's already stood on the touchline. He's already managed this club. He's already managed most of these players. So there's not going to be, you know, too much of a shift in that sense. The thing that Tyler Ortega, voice of the New Mexico United, is looking most forward to in the 2022 season is what? New Mexico United lifting the USL Cup. Ooh. Like that. I like those Tyler goals. Ortega says it's like I, that. Squad goals. I, I am, again, man, I, I, yeah, 
sure you know we're all sports fans. We we can all get uh, caught up in the moment prior prior to the season starting. You know, this is the one time of the year where everybody has a chance. But we we've seen a lot of these guys uh, that are coming over, like Taborda Preston. He played against us with Hartford last year. So uh, he uh, was part of that Louisville squad that embarrassed New Mexico on on ESPN two on national television. Uh, so these guys are are just going to bolster that up. You know, they say uh, iron sharpens iron. And I'm sure those uh, training training sessions are, are going to be something uh, a true sight to behold. But you know, guys, it, it's not just me that's saying this. This is this is the goal, right? This is this is what we're here for uh, is, is to lift that cup, and uh, we all have that dream. Two parter here for you. How is Devin Sandoval's health, and is it directly related to him cutting his dreads off? Good question. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't have a clear answer on Devin Sandoval's health. Uh, however, uh, if I had to speculate, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's part of the dreads. I, I'm, not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Dreaded that question is what Tyler did. He dreaded that. Uh, <laughs> all right, how many home games this year? So we're playing the full schedule starting early March uh, through mid-October. Uh, 17 home, 17 away. 34. Uh, and if you haven't seen – yeah, the USL, they've already released sort of the competition format. So it's going back to the conference style. We're going to play everybody in the West home and away one time, uh, which this is actually pretty cool because there's going to be some teams that we haven't been able to play before. You know, some new guys like Monterey Bay, uh, but also some people like Oakland Roots. We're going to get to go out there and, and visit them. So uh, that's going to be fun. There's also some uh, Eastern Conference opponents. We saw some of that interleague play last year, interconference play last year. Uh, you know, with New Mexico, and I've gotten a sneak peek at the schedule. It's going to be a ton of fun. The games that we're having at the lab, the games that New Mexico is traveling out for uh, this season, I, I I would recommend not missing a single second of it. Everyone knows this. I'm not breaking news. I think El Paso is the worst. It's the worst city. It has the worst comedians. It has the worst sports. Everything about El Paso is the armpit of L's and Paso's. And I love that I don't just have to see them multiple times here in Albuquerque. Like, that's my absolute favorite thing. Bring in everyone once. That's how I want to live the soccer life. Also, I'm really oppo El Paso. You couldn't tell? Yes. El Paso (laughs) on them. That's how I feel. Tyler, up against the break. We need one final word from you before we go. What is the can't-miss news? What is the can't-miss happenings with the United? 65 days at the lab. Get your season tickets. NewMexicoUTD.com. That's our boy, Tyler Otega. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, guys. I like him a lot. No doubt. How it, could you not? His TV stuff is very good. Because, like, telling stories during soccer is hard. Because, sure. like, full transparency. Perpetual action. It, well, but it, it it's perpetual action, but it's not the most fast-paced. Hmm. You know, so it's you get a lot of action in the middle third. And in the middle third, you got to be able to tell a story there. And Tyler doesn't, and everyone involved just does an excellent job. So, anyways, Tyler, thank you to him for joining the show for the first time. You know what we need to do? And you've been banned from the city of El Paso. Well, hey, they don't deserve me. Okay, bonus. Yeah. What we need to do is we need some sort of, like, first-timer welcome-to-the-show celebration thing. You have, like, a a round of applause, a clap and fireworks kind of thing back there? But bigger, yeah. Like, we need, like... And I don't know what it is. Like, is it 
I know you are. You always have the beer pour on deck, Vital. You want to pour Tyler a beer? No, that's. T- I mean, come on, that's already. <laughs> that's for Howard. That's the whole thing. But what if we had like, like Renee Gracie like celebrating? What if we had something of that nature where we could have someone on? I was thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. Not the worst idea. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Let's take but Tyler. It's an idea. See. <laughs> That's how I feel. We're grabbing a break. Uh, whenever we get back, because we shuffled things around, we're going to talk Antonio Brown because there's a lot of developments when it comes to talking Antonio Brown. We're two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. Be reviewed. Hey, friends of the show, we need 100 reviews. And we're talking Ron Burgundy rules here. Whatever you review, we will read. Our 100 review special as soon as we hit the benchmark. Log into iTunes and give us the five-star ratings on Spotify and wherever you download your podcast. When's the last time, Van, that you had, like, a breakup? When's the last time you had, like, oh, when you quit your last job for this? Yeah. Yeah. So, like. But, hey, when you have breakups, you don't give them three-month notice like I did. That's wildly different. I mean, I gave a 90 day notice to my last job because I was dealing with people. It's very professional. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to give me 90 seconds notice, that's more than what Michael would have given me on the change to the time for the program tonight. That is correct. (laughs) Yeah. Last minute, Mike. Substantially more. Yeah. Last minute, Mike. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Time to look something up new on Urban Dictionary. Need to call the library. We got to figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure so, it out. So, all right. <clears throat> First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans and my teammates. What I'm about to read to you is a diatribe from Antonio Brown. Was this out on the morning show? Did, was this out in time for the morning show this morning? I don't even know. So maybe they covered it. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Shout out to the morning show for being in the morning show this morning. So, he puts out this just monologue. Okay, Van? I'm it, with you. Oh, it, I read every word of it. It starts out like you were able to read it very easily because of the way it was written. Because it starts out like this. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks, fans, and my teammates. In that sentence... There are three commas, there's an apostrophe, and it's indented. Do you want me to keep going here? There is 0% chance, Van, that Antonio Brown wrote this, and I can tell you that off the first sentence. Well, historically, Antonio Brown historically was kind of was kind, I like that. Was kind of well spoken before he got that Vontez perfect lick and he got wildly concussed. So this could be like old Kanye, new Kanye. This could be old Antonio. He wrote this beforehand. He had this can. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Can't just go back on a save file. This isn't Madden. Last minute Mike is not on Urban Dictionary. Guess what I'm doing tonight. <sighs> Last minute Mike is when he only gives you 90 seconds to figure out your life. Continuing. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. Okay. Sure. We worked together to resolve those difficulties, and I will always appreciate that. Being part of a Super Bowl champion team and then a contender is a dream come true. So that's the first paragraph. Okay. 
That's very reasonable. What did he really say to his ghostwriter or to his attorney that was writing this? What did he say out loud as he was dictating to them? Do you think the Brown team, Team Antonio, Team AB, whatever, like, what what was uh, Floyd May- Mayweather's, the money team? Yeah. Whatever Antonio's version of the money team is, you think he's got like a linguist on there? The brown money? There's like he's got like a like an English teacher? Yes, I'm saying. Or do you think he went, he went on Fiverr and he was like, hey, here's 12 bucks. I need you to put what I want to say in English for me. I do believe that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I'm saying this. He doesn't have an English teacher on retainer is what I'm saying. I don't know that. But this is not Antonio Brown. No, this is not Antonio Brown. Because he later today released text messages between him and Bruce Arians, which read the way that you would expect them to read. A hundred percent. He's like a like an urban boomhauer. Yes. Yeah. That's very good. Thank you. That's freestyle. I didn't write this. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans. And my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. We worked together to resolve those difficulties, and I will always appreciate that. Being part of a Super Bowl champion team and then a contender is a dream come true. Here's what he said, okay? That is not what he said. Here's what he said. All right. You tell them that I'm, I'm cool with them. Yeah. My beef ain't with them. Who, Antonio? Uh, the guys I play with? Mm-hmm. The guys that cheer me on? And the guys who pay me. Yeah, yeah. I only hate Bruce Arians. <laughs> okay? Let me put that in a sentence. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, I'd like I'm to express. I'm, I'm with you up until this. <laughs> I'm with you up until this moment. Okay. So then he keeps going. Go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. So he says, the Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. So here's what he's saying to whoever is writing this. Yeah. We need a name for this. So he's saying, I was about done until I got down there with that avocado vodka. I mean, I don't even know what I'm trying to be about right now. And then, yeah. and you're like, that is Boomhauer. You are until, correct. Until I started wearing them Uggs, yeah. I didn't know what the real life was like. I got that Tom Brady serum, you know, so that was a big part of it. Make sure, because that kept my career going. Make sure you mention that. Uh, also, they put a ship on this on this finger, and that ship, I'm going to end up having, well, I, I mean, I lost it for a minute. I got it back now, and that was a dream come true, getting it back. Oh, dream come true. Cool. I'll yeah, put yeah, that oh, one yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. There's a few nuggets in here, Antonio. Keep yeah. going. You're the man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. I get, it's incredible to me that you're uh, patting your belly and rubbing your head while you do this, too. Does <sighs> juggling help you focus? Anyways, yeah. keep going. Why do you keep hopping on one foot? Isn't that your bad foot? So, <laughs> this continues. I make mistakes. I'm working on myself, and I have positive influences around me. But No. But one thing I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one hey, can, that, hey, that part's true. I agree. He tries really hard. Okay. All right, two true statements out of 12 so far. No one can accuse me of not giving it my all every play. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. You've st- So here's what he's saying. They got to know I got value because what I'm saying right here, they got to know what's coming from the golden goose. And whoever's writing this is like, that's right. They okay. do. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, full effort. Okay. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Full effort. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but got to show a little humility, guy. He says, yeah, well, I did screw up that one thing, and there was all that stuff off the field. And it's like, you're right. Okay. I make mistakes. Well, I make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is literally – we're breaking it down. Uh, 
what I heard was I'm only human. Anyways, keep going, yes. Antonio. Keep going. <laughs> I'm reading this, but I'm not reading this. This is not anything to me. Antonio Brown hasn't spoken like that since his freshman English class. Ever, ever. Yeah. Ever, ever? <sighs> Continuing. This is where the meat is. <laughs> okay, it gets really good here. I know we got one minute, Michael. We'll have to come back to this after the break. Here it is. The paragraph, then the breakdown after. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pre- <clears throat> I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Hmm. Despite the pain, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I now know is a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using, and I gave it hmm. my all for the team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline, and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, quote, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Unquote. I told him, quote, it's my ankle, unquote. But he knew that. I was well documented, and we had discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, quote, coach, I can't, unquote. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, quote, you're done, unquote, you're spelled correctly, while he ran his fingers across his throat. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. Conflicting reports. Dan's reaction to that after this. Dave and Buster's <laughs> presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Next up to bat, your five-star review for Two Men On, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friend of the show, we need 100 reviews. Why 100? I don't know. Just do it. So whatever you listen to our show on, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, leave us a review. It goes a long way to help improve the show. All right, during the break, I look through this paragraph, and I think I have found... At least two dozen different forms of punctuation that I do not believe that Antonio Brown would produce into this sentence, if, into this paragraph, if he was putting it out to the masses. Okay, are you basing this off of old interviews? Are you basing this off of his rap songs? Are you basing this off of his frontal lobe damage? Oh, you're talking about context clues? Am I using context clues? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's obvious he didn't write that. So I just found that it's uh, from his attorney. Naturally. And I don't really know the attorney's name. I have it right here. Sean Burstyn. B-U-R-S-T-Y-N. Former pro pro race car driver turned a lawyer. That is the most Antonio Brown sentence I've ever heard. Yeah, I agree. Former race car driver turned lawyer that's sweet he went to how does he feel that rush i know it's not looking for typos and grammatical errors in antonio brown's allegations if if antonio Driving, driving a race car and then proofreading antonio brown's apology or accusations excuse me 
It doesn't have the same rush for this guy. Right. Let's say that you are Sean Burston, okay? And Antonio Brown calls you, and he's like, hey, big dog, I need you to write my Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the they're not red coats. What are they? The crimson coats? They're okay. out to get me. Antonio, do you know how long a score is? Uh, no, six no, no, points. No, not six a, points, 100 not, yards. Not 100 yards. <laughs> I'm talking like uh, – Never mind. I'll write it. Yeah. Uh, a score, <laughs> that's what I had in my rap song I just put out after I ran off the field against the Jets. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm not trying to overreact. I'm going to overreact a bit. This is the worst thing I've ever seen put out. This only more makes me believe what Antonio Brown goes on to call the spin from the Buccaneers. The spin from the Buccaneers? He said that they spun it. He can't go back on the field and play football to get, what, eight receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. He don't care about money. If he does those three things, they give him an extra million dollars. He don't care about money. He can't go back on the field because his ankle is so ripped to shreds, but he can run and dance and do jumping jacks <laughs> yeah. and pump up the crowd <laughs> True. and pirouette and plie. He, he addresses that in here. Go on, please. <laughs> Lawyer Burston. <clears throat> yes, I walked off the field, but there's a major difference <laughs> between launching from the line and taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction, but there was a trigger. The trigger was something telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. Okay. There's so much more of this, but because Michael is killing killing the show at 5.30 today, we're going to have to revisit it tomorrow on the program, and I will have more time to formulate more Last jokes. minute, Mike. Oh, this story's not over. No, it's never going to be. It's not over. Ron Hudson will join us at 5 o'clock. He is the new head football coach at New Mexico Highlands University. We're very excited to have him on because the program is in a bit of a limbo for there for a second. Get ready for some excitement there in Las Vegas. J.J. Buck will be joining us at 5.15 as we hand this program over to he and the Lady Lobos. Get his Antonio Brown takes. You know what? He took this morning off. He better have his takes right now. Mm. You got to rest up that golden voice. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Boys help boys. And you help us by giving us a five-star review wherever you check out the podcast. Five-star ratings and reviews, Apple, iTunes, wherever you download this show. Hey there, friends of the show. We need your reviews. And once we get 100 of them, we're going to do a special one-off show where we read your reviews back to you. Positive, negative, constructive criticism, trolling, bring it. Back on the program. And if you've been with us for the entirety of the program, thank you for sticking around for the first hour. If you're just now getting off work, welcome to the program. We're moving quick today, as this is only an hour and a half, because Michael Vital told us we were on till 7. <laughs> last minute, Mike. And changed it to 5.30 on what air. Means. What does last minute, Mike, mean, please? Well, you can hear when I'm almost done typing it. You could look it up on Urban Dictionary. You've been and, it, and the definition I put in here 
Don't don't spoil it yet. When I, someone with pertinent information withholds that information until the very final second. That's the You're start. about to be f- internet famous, Mikey. Joining us on the Quans <laughs> Auto Care Hotline, and I'm very excited for this one, Michael, so you better put some cheers out there on your side of the microphone because this is a first-timer, okay? Our new coach for our New Mexico Highlands football team, Ron Hudson. Ron, welcome to the program. That's right. That's oh. right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Ron, I'm I'm in love with everything that's going on right now in New Mexico Highlands. I love the transition. I'm not going to say the old regime wasn't for me, but I'm going to tell you, I'm as excited as I could possibly be about the new regime, and that's because you are at the head of it, my friend. Please put into perspective for the listener of this show how big of a deal it is to have this new guard at New Mexico Highlands. I tell you what, I, you know, it's a great situation. It's a great place. Uh, I, I'm blessed to be there. I'm super excited. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a dream come true for me. It's something I've always wanted to do. I've I've wanted to be a, a, a college football coach my entire life, and this dream of mine's finally coming true. Uh, President Matter and Andrew gave me the opportunity to be a head football coach. I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm so blessed, Coach. Did you get a chance to enjoy the holiday, or do you just come in hot and start working? I tell you what, there was very little holiday enjoyment going on. I mean, it was it was neat. It was great. I really enjoyed Christmas. I enjoyed a little bit of time with the family. Uh, but uh, honestly, uh, this thing started happening right before Christmas, so things heated up for us. And uh, you know, there was a lot of moving around. There was a there was a lot of you know driving up and back and talking to people and getting folks on the phone. And uh, you know, when it looked like it was going to happen, starting to talk to potential candidates for assistant coaching positions and uh, starting to look at film of, of recruits, uh, you know, kind of how, how we want to do some things and, and also talking to players that are on the team, kind of keeping them excited about the program and the direction it's going to go. You know, we, we, we made, we made some, made some strides, excited about the direction we started to go. Uh, I really am excited about the direction. I want to take this program. It's going to go in a slightly different direction than we were. Uh, and, uh, and I just, I couldn't be happier. You got a solid squad. Obviously, I am the voice of the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. I love everything that's on the field. I love winning games in New Mexico. I love that if that's UNM or if that's State or if that's Highlands or Western or keep going. The thing about winning games in Las Vegas is everyone in the stands van is a passionate Cowboys fan. Nice. It is not It is not people who just came across some tickets. It's not people that don't care. And when they're there and they're celebrating, can you talk, Ron, about just how special the environment is up there and how just the opportunity it is for the kids that you're going to recruit from this state to go up there and play? You know what? It is a special place. Uh, it's it's a place where people are passionate about the sport. They're passionate about the town. Uh, you know, I'm going to kind of I kind of widen the spectrum a little bit and then kind of narrow back down. You know, I, I'm I moved to Albuquerque last year, uh, and 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 this was an opportunity that I wanted to pursue. So you know, talking to people in Albuquerque and in Vegas and, and Las Cruces and different places, you know, the number of people that I talked to, I was surprised. The number of people I talked to, it's that, everyone. Hey, you it's know, everyone, I, I grew coach. up in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother lived in Vegas. My aunt lived there. You know, my mom grew up there. There's so many people throughout the state that have ties to Las Vegas, New Mexico. So, you know, just just realizing that and realizing how many eyes are on us every Saturday, 
is exciting to me. But being up there this past season, being the special teams coordinator this past season, and being in the stands, be, being in the press box, and going going through the stands, seeing the people up there, seeing the passion that they have. You're right; they have a great passion for the sport. They love they love their Cowboys. They're excited about what's what's going on there. Uh, they'll let you know it too if you're not doing it the way you need to do it, which is a great thing because they they love the Cowboys and they want to win. That's a that's a, a place that's full of passion. It's a powder keg ready to explode. I'm super excited about what we've got going there. Cool thing about Las Vegas is you don't need all this extra accoutrement in the locker room. You don't need whirlpools and spas and baths. You just take the boys down to the hot, hot springs. springs. Yeah. Smart. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You got you might have to go scout it out to make sure somebody else isn't in there first. <laughs> I can see Van, Van's like trying to pipe in the mineral water yeah. to the locker room. He's, he's like, no, boys, this will help. Hey, no, it's way know, better. W- whatever it takes. Uh, how are you going to recruit the state, Coach? I know we're going to laugh a lot and we're going to have a lot of fun, not just with you on the program. And by the way, I haven't told you, you're going to come on regularly. We need this interview. Yeah. We need these updates. How are you going to recruit the state? Because I know you're going to do it way better than New Mexico State because they don't bother to recruit the state that they're in. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. I, I, the NCAA doesn't let us get real specific about who recruited and those kind of things. But what I can tell you is this. I signed a contract last night. I was in a car, and I was in Albuquerque this morning in high school starting to recruit the state of New Mexico. So, you know, it, New Mexico is important to me. Now, what you guys may not know, because you've seen a little bit about my background, but my dad was stationed over here at Kirtland. So oh. I went to Highland High School. Uh, you know, Coach Gentry was was my coach there for a while. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I'm passionate about New Mexico football. I'm passionate about the, the, the people in this state. Uh, you know, I, I think there's good football here. I think you can recruit good young men uh, that want to get a college degree and want to play good football, and it's all throughout the state, whether you're heading down south or up north or here in the center of the state. Uh, we will be recruiting the state of New Mexico. Division two football, you have a – there's a variety of, of uh, fields you have you have to recruit. There's a variety of areas you got to get a pick from as you're looking at. And there's 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 the transport for area. There's uh, there's the local area. You know, there's there's uh, high school kids and there's some transfers. But the thing I want to say, and and I feel this from my heart. That's why I immediately got down to Albuquerque and started recruiting. Uh, is the state of New Mexico? I think offers kids that can play football uh, at our school. So I want to be in the state. I want to recruit the state of New Mexico. I want to bring some more New Mexico kids up to our place uh they'll mix with the other kids that we bring in from other areas but we do need a stronger influence of new mexico high school kids in our in our program in our school and we need new mexico more new mexico fans in our stands coach not athletically do not answer this question athletically mentally (laughs) emotionally spiritually what type of kid does coach ron hudson want to coach what type of athlete does coach ron hudson connect with the best well, I tell you what, it's funny that you say that because because athletics is about the third thing and what's important to me. You know, I, I want young men that want to get a college degree. That's important to me. I, I want young men that, you know, whether they're an A student or a C student, okay, I want the best student that we can get. But what I want is, is overachievers. I want guys that if, if they're – if they can be an A student, I expect them to be an A student at every time. If the best they can do in whatever class they're in is a C, I expect them to get a C. I expect them to grind and find and fight and work hard for what they're going to do. So I want overachievers. I want guys that when they wake up in the morning, they're going to get the best they've got no matter what they do. 
I want guys with great character. And, uh, I, you know, I, I started using this a while back, and then I've heard several people reference it. But I talk to kids in recruiting all the time. When, you, when, when you're leaving that grocery store and you unload your cart, what are you going to do with that cart? Are you putting it back in the cart rack nice. or are you just leaving it sitting there? I want the guy that no one's going to yell at you, no one's going to say a word. I want the guy that puts the cart back. I want the guy that does the little things right without anybody having to tell him to. So when I'm talking to high school coaches in this state or coaches around the country when recruiting, I'm telling them that exact story. I want those kind of kids. I don't want the guy that I've got to go hold his hand. I don't want the guy that I've got to pick up after. I want the guy that, that wants to do things right, that has a passion. And I think we can find skilled athletes that have those characteristics, but those characteristics are more important. Those characteristics are going to help create a culture that will build the program we want to build. You know, when I talked to President Menno, when I when I was interviewing, going through that process, one of the things he said was he wanted to build a program from the foundation up that everybody could be proud of, and that's what I'm here to do. So it starts with the with the culture and the character of young men we're going to be recruiting. Uh, the, we will recruit men with talent, but they will have character. Uh, they, you know, some of them uh, will need to work. Some of them will need me to, to coach them and to guide them, and that's what we do. You know, there's, that's, that's part of our job is to help these young men grow up and finish becoming the, the men that their parents wanted them to be. But, uh, but character and culture are vital to the success of our program. Coach, you got a couple underachieving C students here, but we always put the cart back. That's every time, Coach. I use a basket. Uh, that's, I'm telling you, that's big now. That's big. That's <laughs> hey, exactly right. We Coach, want people that they're going to do little things right. If you're underachieving in the classroom, well, we've got some 6 a.m. meetings we can work on to help you get better at that as well. Nice. Coach, what's going to be the offensive and defensive philosophy? You guys going to be run and gun, ground and pound. What's the other side of the ball going to look like? Well, you know, part of, part of the deal, you know, I, I was here last year, and we were a very explosive offense. We didn't run it very well. We were very explosive downfield. We were kind of a big play offense. Uh, but uh, there were some times that we kind of left our defense hanging. We kind of left them out in the field a little bit. So I'd like to be committed to, to running the ball a little bit more. I still – we have some tremendous – athletes we have some great talent uh, especially at the wide receiver position that we don't want to waste we want to continue to utilize we want to continue to be an explosive offense but we are going to commit to running the ball more we will commit to to the ground game which will force people to defend the run and that'll give us greater opportunities with the skill kids we've got on the edge we're really really excited about what we have coming back offensively we think we have a chance to be a very good offense defensively we're going to be an odd front team uh you know it's we, we were a multiple defense last year. I thought those guys did a great job. Uh, but we're going to be an odd front football team. We'll, uh, we're going to look almost identical pre-snap. We're not going to tip a lot. We're not going to give a lot away. We're going to give give the, the offense the impression that it looks exactly the same every snap. And then post-snap, we're going to be moving. We'll be pressuring. We'll be rotating safeties down. We'll be bringing corners. We'll be doing a lot of different things to try to disrupt offenses, to get them off schedule so they're in second and third and long situations, and then force them to throw the ball and then let our guys get after them. So that's what it'll be. It, it'll be we're, we won't be super complicated. We will be very detailed. We will we will tackle. We will block. We will be fundamentally sound, and our kids are going to fly around and have a blast. Coach, we're up against the break, but I got one. I got two personnel questions before I let you go. I know Ramon okay. Atkins was a senior. Does he have more eligibility, or is it going to be a competition between some of the talent behind him? He's he is done. Ramon's done. Okay. I tell you something, man. He was a great player. He's now. an athlete. And he's a great young man. Yeah. But he's done. So we've got a couple young guys, and we've got a couple guys we're working on right now, bringing in to compete for that job. C.J. Sims, the junior, returning to the squad because he is a lightning bolt. 
He is a lightning bolt. He and I were just talking today about when he's getting back in here. He's coming back. We're super excited about him. He's a great young man. He's a lightning bolt now. He's explosive as all get out. There aren't many better players in Division II football than him. That's not boasting. That's the honest truth. On he the, is explosive, on, but he is a great kid on top of it. On the broadcast, man, I was calling CJ the Mayor Sims. Nice. Because <laughs> he, did, he didn't quite get the president because he only had three scores. If he had got uh, four yep. scores, uh, then he was going to graduate to president. I love so my goal I is see. to get him CJ the President Sims at some point next season. Coach, you're going to see if we can't do that. Coach Ron Hudson, the new head football coach of your New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. Coach, thank you so much. Obviously, we're going to do this often, and we're going to have a lot of fun while we do it. Guys, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you for having me on the show. I look forward to doing it again as many times as you want. I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. That's a good dude right there, Ron Hudson, everyone. Thanks, Coach. Ow! Welcome. I'm a big Highlands guy. It's not just the, the job. It's the community. It's the people. And purple. And purple. I love purple. I own so much purple it's strong. now. strong. Strong color for a squad. We broadcast live from the Lobos, Mike, and I wore purple. Figure it out. Grab a break. Our best friend in all of radio broadcasting, J.J. Buck, joins us after this. Dave and Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, spend our nights at O'Neill's, and we spend our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. New year, same show. Overweight? Finances in shambles? All that goes in the wash when you give us a five-star review. Need one more resolution to round out your year? Five-star ratings and reviews. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. Log into iTunes and review the show and leave any review that you want. And after 100 reviews, we'll do the show and review special. Back on the program. It's been about the, the fastest three hours of my life, Michael. This has been the fastest three hours of my entire life final segment. Joining us, not on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline, because he is live at the pit. <coughs> Let me clear my throat, J.J. Buck. J.J., how are you? Good, and we are actually in Logan, Utah. I meant uh, to say that, <laughs> and I knew that, because I knew you weren't here this morning. I knew that. He's on autopilot. Don't I'm, worry about this guy. So I've, right. I've actually, J.J., been putting death stares into Michael for the last oh. 90 minutes that I've, I've, I've lost all navigation of the program. We can hit happy hour earlier, at least. Or I, well, hit happy hour. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the show's ever stopped me from that. I don't. You know what I mean? How's how are the pipes? You gonna find a game-winning shot to to blow the larynx out? Well, hopefully uh, it won't blow the larynx out this time. But that's what I was doing. I was pretty much on the IR for the last few days uh, following that game Monday night. I completely lost my voice, um, body, let me down. So. Spent the last couple of days not having to do three hours in the morning. Get ready for tonight uh, here in beautiful Logan, Utah. Is this the first time your voice has gone out doing this? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Um, I think um, – I don't know what's going on, man. I think I'm dealing with some long-haul problems, and it just left me. Um, never had that happen before, and here we are. So, as you know, the boys went from three hours a week to three hours a day. Yes. So, I think this might be a concern for me in the future. What did you do to rehab that oh, golden throat of yeah. yours? Yeah, a little ramen, um, top ramen. <laughs> it was a lot of tea. Okay. Check. And just not talking. Oh. Oh, how nice for oh, the long. Oh, man, the missus yeah, must have loved that. so insanely happy. 
<laughs> the the person who did not understand it was my two year old son. He <laughs> lost his mind. It's a perfect opportunity to teach your kids sign language. Yeah. Aww. I love that. Did not think of that. Missed the opportunity. And also, and like like a lot of people wear masks now. I feel like sign language is like a super valuable skill. Big win over UNLV uh, just the other day. Uh, like was, It was like less than like five seconds left or whatever, right? Like big win for the team. Uh, Utah State, though, is no slouch. Uh, what do the girls got to do tonight to get that win on the road? Well, this is avoid the trap game. Utah State coming in five and seven. Five and seven, yeah. Overall, struggling a little bit. They've had some players in and out with injury and then some COVID issues, so they're still trying to figure out who they are as a team. The Lobos got to come out early. You know, assert themselves, play full four quarters of basketball. This is a different test than they faced before, but this is a Utah State team. You know, it's sports, man. You could think you have everything in control, then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wait, we're down by 10? And they just don't want to find themselves in that position here tonight. It, it does a little bit feel like, because with the Lobos obviously being 2-0 and in conference, and Utah I don't think has notched a win in conference yet. Like, because anything can happen in conference, this is the one Utah's looking at, Utah State. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the emotions of Monday night, a battle. Lobos, UNLV, and then they just come in here, no expectations. Everyone doubting them. They're the underdog, and they hit some shots early. That changes everything. JJ, you got Nikki there with you? No, she does not travel. Oh, she don't uh, travel? On the road games, no. She's lonely. Well, I mean, to be yeah. fair. Um, to be fair. To be fair. I've never gone to Utah on purpose. Utah's beautiful. Wh- All right, there's a Monument Park that's beautiful, and then there's the rest of it. Well, I went to Arches and Monument Valley. All right, what do you do outside of basketball while you're there, JJ? It's like nothing, right? Um, nothing. This trip, I've just actually been working a whole lot, getting ready for San Diego State as well on Sunday. A lot of just tea. Take, just taking that time uh, where I don't have anything else to do to actually work then. But it's it's been uh, an eye-opener. This is my first year traveling with the team because everything was remote last season. But yeah. we showed up in Boise. It's like six inches of snow. We show up yesterday. It was like four inches of snow. And we're on a bus traveling through a canyon to get to Logan. And then you're just wondering, like, how do you even recruit to some of these places? And you're just white-knuckling the whole time sitting in the back. And you're like, we're not going to make it. This is the absolute well, worst. I can't call for help if I'm in an avalanche because my voice doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess, when those, you know, the Apple um, watch yes. commercials. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Start doing the one. strobe. <laughs> the uh, 27. help. 27 is what the Lady Lobos put up in the fourth against UNLV. Uh, I know you've been calling the Lobos for some time now, but that's the most exciting comeback you have seen. Uh, what was the energy that surrounded as far as the fans and the support from the bench? Well, as a team, the character of this squad, like they weren't playing good for three quarters. It was a battle. It was a grind. We, we sat there talking, oh, this is going to be offensive shootout, buckets on buckets, and both teams came out and decided to play really good defense and forced a ton of tough shots, but – the Lobos, they trailed by nine in the first half, and they never felt like they were that far behind. You know, the game, they always kept it close, kept grinding, and that's just a belief that this team has. You know, it might not look pretty, it might be ugly, but they're going to give themselves a chance. And you know, Tora Depp, basketball in her hands. Um, she was going to drive it, but the space opened just enough, pulls up for three with five seconds left. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. To avoid a trap game tonight, what are the keys to the game? Also, we're up against it. <laughs> uh, the keys to the game, perimeter <laughs> defense, don't let the Utah State guards get going. Rebound the basketball so the Lobos can play transition basketball and just try to put together a full four quarters. Like, boys just said UNLV, those are good games. So Coach Bradbury doesn't feel like they played a full four quarters. That's what they hope to try to do tonight. I have traveled with teams. How much better is it to travel after a win? It's oh, just, it's, it's, it's insanely different, isn't it? 
it, you can make eye contact with people. You're not <laughs> nice. just staring down in your post-game meal. It, it is fantastic. You need anything from us here? You need me to cover the morning show tomorrow or anything? Are you good? What's uh, up? The plan is we will make it back, and I will be returning to the opening drive. Uh, that is the plan. We'll see how that goes. All right, so if you oversleep, you just want, like, what's up? You want me to show up just in case? Or? Uh, I'll, I'll have the text alert ready to go. I'll do you. You do me. I feel like you and Van would have just a, a banger of a Friday night here. We, we've, we've done a couple. Good. Yeah. J.J. Buck, you're a world of talent. Good luck to you and the Lady Lobos tonight. Anything before we let you go? Uh, enjoy your night, boys. Thanks, J.J. He's very good. He's very good. You don't say. Van, we give you the same treatment. Anything before we go? Man, just nothing. What am I going to do with this extra hour of my life? Also, I'm not going to ask Vitalo a single thing before the end of the show. He can just (laughs) sit there and produce the women's game. Fine. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. For three hours.